Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Edge, can you hear me? You can hear me. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. So okay. I, I'm going to have to do some checking here. Stand by. Stand by momentarily, ladies and germs, or gentle ladies and, you know, Michigans. I don't know where that came from. Michigans. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, go ahead, Mark Edge, please. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, you sound amazing, sir. <laughs> Excellent. All well, right. thanks for having me on the show, Captain. I am excited to be back on <laughs> Sunday nights. My <laughs> uh, okay. night on my show. Okay, so let's just get a couple things straight. It's Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday? <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> I know you're in... Um, are you in tropical paradise or are you in like the u.s version of tropical paradise i'm in another tropical paradise yes i'm in uh i'm I'm in florida right now uh all right all right so well at least we're in the same time zone uh yes (laughs) yeah it it's really weird hearing you thanking me for being on your freaking show (laughs) (laughs) so uh you know hey the thanks goes both ways man uh, Thank it, you. It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number, if you would like to dial in and join the conversation, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. Uh, I am uh, the host, your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and joining, remo- remo- joining me remotely from Florida, it's who? Mark Edge. Oh, very well. Yes. One of the two founders of said show. Indeed. Um, And speaking of founders of the show, I was just thinking on my ride down, because I live about a half hour away from here. See about my ride down. I'm like, you know, I really miss hearing Ian do this show. Uh, Same here. Those of you who don't know, Ian Freeman, the other co-founder of this show, is in uh, jail prison uh, about to go to prison he's in jail anyway uh and he has been found guilty apparently of some things related to selling bitcoin where there were really no criminals uh, and you can find out more over at the crypto yeah. 6.com um but like i remember well, we're all criminals uh in the united states because they've written enough laws that we're all guilty of something there's a book written called three felonies a day yes most of them have to do with taxes because the average person has no clue how to fill out their own taxes. And when you call the IRS, they don't know either. But there's a lot of them that have to do with prescription drugs. Um, for, ha- for instance, having out-of-date pres- 
prescription drugs in your uh, cabinet could very well be a felony. Look, oh I'm not gosh. a law enforcement officer. Yep, it's true. I'm not a law enforcement officer, and I'm not cl- claiming that everybody listening to me is a felon. I'm just saying that there's an awful lot of felons out there that don't know it. And in Ian's case, there were no victims, not any victims of his crime anyway. There were some pe- people that lined up to get paid, certainly, but those people had made their own decisions and had been victimized by a person who was not Ian. Right. And that's, I mean, that's really the crux of it. Like, Ian literally was caught between a a nefarious person trying to rip people off and, like, a gullible person who got ripped off. But Ian didn't actually do any of the nefarious things, right? He actually went out of his way to do more than what is required by any uh, crypto exchange uh, with regards to his customers. He had them take a photo you know, with a thing in front of them that said, hey, I hereby declare I am doing this transaction voluntarily for this amount. And uh, but that wasn't enough, apparently, for the jury to go. No, 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 that's fine. Like you and I, you know. Also, let's not forget the fact that Ian Freeman has caught more nefarious romance scam uh, people using cryptocurrency as their method of wealth transfer uh, than the FBI has. <laughs> that's a true statement. He's caught more more scammers than uh, than the FBI has. Yeah, which is zero. Right. Yeah, which they admitted uh, during Ian's trial. So um, I just want to go back for a minute in time to a time before the Reverend Captain Kickass was hosting or even co-hosting Free Talk Live. So pre-2019, maybe as early as, I don't know, man, like 2010 or something like that. I'm not even sure when we'd go back to. But once Mm -hmm. upon a time, there was a group chat uh, on the main page of Free Talk Live. You just had to scroll down a bit and you could just enter, you know, any freaking name you wanted to and it would let you in the chat with whatever that name was that day and you could chat with other people who were listening to the show. And, Mark, I'm pretty sure you were on that night. It was you, Ian, and question mark, some other third <laughs> host. Uh, maybe Johnson or somebody like that. Uh, and <laughs> we in the chat took it upon ourselves to make a drinking game. out of of free talk live and it was uh when ian freeman first began to overuse the word ostensibly (laughs) right yes he does like ostensibly and so so we would we would all you know take a drink or take a shot or or whatever it is uh every time ian said well it's ostensibly the blah 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 and you know follow up the statement um and we got you know pretty good pretty good buzz (laughs) i imagine you did ostensibly it's it's a good word to use when talking about the government because the government will claim to do something. The government has increased spending on welfare ostensibly to help poor people. But in reality, we know that it makes them dependent on the state. The same reason you don't hand out free honey at the uh, wildlife preserve for bears is the same reason you don't give out free X free money to uh, you know welfare recipients in the United States. Yeah, a uh, a meme on the internet has recirculated. I've seen it a bunch before, but it recirculated recently, and I thought, yeah, it's still true. It was true then; it'll be true later. Um, it's the whole like it's the sign at the zoo that says, "Please do not feed 
the animals because they will become dependent on your handouts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yet somehow that doesn't apply to people in the human zoo uh, where your uh, zookeepers are called government. I'm not really sure how that works out. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to tell everybody ostensibly the definition from, uh, looks like dictionary.com, uh, is apparently or purportedly, but perhaps not actually, portrayed as a blue-collar type, ostensibly a carpenter. <laughs> so, there you go. Definitions have meanings, and if you want to have a discussion, I feel it's always important to have the definition, so... Uh, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about, the least of which, or the most of which, I guess, depending on how you're positioned, is cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Uh, we have talked at length on this show, that is Free Talk Live, about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin Cash, Dash, right? Uh, we've had sponsors, advertisers, etc., and so on, uh, and that kind of a thing, so... Um, you know, it's it's sort of, you know, an old hat for us to talk about cryptocurrency, but it's on the rise. Yeah, it's a good day. Uh, if you're a Bitcoin fan, uh, if you're a Bitcoin holder, which uh, we have recommended many times on Free Talk Live. And, you know, I have a difficult time not recommending door, now. Uh, yeah. And like, man, the last time Bitcoin shattered the $60,000 mark, I I was sitting in front of my computer and I was prepared to take what is known as a pawn shop Bitcoin loan. And okay, <laughs> um, and, and I decided at the last minute not to, right? We were at, I don't know, around, I want to say 62,000 or so. So about right mm-hmm. where we're at now. And I was, I was going to put some Bitcoin into one of these We'll call them DeFi cryptocurrency sort of uh, places, and uh, and take a loan. Now, why would you take a loan against cryptocurrency? Well, if you um, want, so if, you can keep your cryptocurrency and get some money. Okay, but like <laughs> it's really for me anyway to avoid capital gains taxes. Yeah, There's it's one too. of the uh, it's one of the great secrets of uh, the the most wealthy and powerful in the world is that you don't get taxed on borrowed money. Right, and so the DeFi space has made it so there are still some places, and I I actually just checked recently today uh, to see, like, hey, uh, and like, no, like three of the places I was looking at, uh, I don't remember what year it was, 2020, when it hit $64,000 or whatever? The yeah, I think it was 69. 16, okay, yeah, whatever it hit. What year is what I'm looking for? <laughs> Okay, it hit in December the third, December the uh, November the twenty ninth of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Okay, so I was sitting in front of my computer, about to take this like crypto loan because I wanted to pay off my freaking house, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, mm, okay, well, if I do this, I avoid the thing, and I can pay the thing off, and then you know, I can I, then I'll pay off the crypto loan with additional cryptocurrency. And Bob's your uncle. My house is, you know, ever could ever paid off. But I decided not to. Wise choice. And, I'm okay, now, sure, in hindsight. I mean, to be fair, uh, 
someone who is an absolute expert at doing this, uh, uh, Michael Saylor, mm-hmm. did much the same thing and then had to sort of walk back his uh, his loans later on because he didn't think the price would go quite as low as it did when it did. Well, yes. and I, I didn't They had a much either. bigger loan. <laughs> he had a much well, bigger loan. Okay, yes. Um, I, I got my house for what? Most folks around here would be like, <laughs> really? <laughs> that low? <laughs> like, so, I mean, I did good as far as being frugal uh, and uh, what, what do they call conservative, right? Financially, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I didn't buy the nicest house in the worst neighborhood. I bought, you know, an average house in an average neighborhood. Uh, and then, so anyway, I'm sitting in front of my computer and at the last minute, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to ride this out going to pay the mortgage, you know, the, the way it's it's drawn up, and uh, I'm crossing my fingers, like I'm just taking a risk, as I always have when it comes to cryptocurrency, right? It's always a risk. Mm-hmm. I threw, you know, I don't remember the first cryptocurrency I purchased, but I threw like 100 bucks at it, right? And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, $700 per Bitcoin, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I better get some more of this, right? <laughs> so anyway, I'm sitting at my computer, I'm about ready to pull this trigger, now, three of the places that I was going to use back in 2021 uh, are no longer places. That is, they've they've closed their doors for business. They've gone bankrupt. Uh, you know, I don't know, you know, or been absorbed by some other company or, or that kind of thing. Because I bookmark these things, right? I'm like, oh, I better save this for later. So I go looking again, and I'm like, okay, so we're approaching this same you know all time high that we had previously, right? We're at 62 or something like that, a 61.5, whatever it is today. Uh, and so I was looking at, well, you know, what if I wanted to do this now, right? And I had to go find new places, <laughs> new websites, new businesses who do this sort of crypto lending or crypto mortgages or crypto refi uh, kind of a thing. So the long and the short of it is I can still do it, but I have to change providers. Right. Uh, and a lot of this has to do with, like, the exchange KYC regulations that have come, uh, you know, the the fact that, like, some of these businesses, they still exist, but they won't do any business in the United States because mm-hmm. of the federal laws that yeah. exist here. Or if they will do business in the United States, they'll only do business with some subsection of the amount of states that exist. Like, they'll do business with 15 out of the 50 or whatever. And I got to say, I think that is honestly the wise choice on their part because... They have been really, really obscure about what the rules are in America, and they have been punishing businesses for dealing in crypto in ways that they didn't like, but were plenty legal. For example, Signature Bank, SVG, these are, these are banks that had no bigger problems than any other bank at the time, but they were brought down by the regulators, and I'm telling you, it's because they were dealing in cryptocurrency in a way that was not popular with the powerful people. Sounds right. Yeah. So when when any exchange is like, hey, here are these great things we can offer, as long as you're not in the U.S., because we have no idea what they're going to do to us, I really can't blame them for taking that stance. I mean, the United States is absolutely insane with its tax structure. I mean, oh, you left and went somewhere else entirely to earn your money? You still need to give it to us. Right. And I actually have – I'm glad you bring that up because I have something – uh, that I brought for show prep tonight. And, I, and Mark, I know you put something in. And Peakless, I know you put something in. I'm going to try and get to all of it. 
Uh, but this specifically from FEE.org, California's politicians appear determined to bring Atlas Shrugged to life. Uh, and like we have talked probably uh, yeah, which part exactly? at, at length about, <laughs> we call it California, because California has certainly turned into, uh, I don't know, the, the leader in socialism in the mm-hmm. United States somehow. Oh yeah, and they are exporting it. And they're trying to. Uh, for state income taxes, California has the highest rates in the entire nation. They also have a declining population, a loss of more than half a million people since peak of 39.5 million in 2019. And, of course, the people who have, you know, are no longer counted, they didn't die of COVID. They left, right? It wasn't like, it was like, oh, well, that's just the cost of, you know, the dying people in the, the sickness. No, no, no. These people left California. Uh, to live in other states that did not have oppressive taxes and draconian COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. Uh, The wise leaders might look at this as an indicator and see it as a sign that they should change course. Wisdom seems to be in short supply for the political elite in this state. Rather than move towards freedom, they're instead moving to erode and attack property rights even more through the form of wealth tax. Of course, the people proposing this are trying to sell the idea to the public by saying, only the super wealthy will be on the hook. Well, and this kind of nonsense was known for thousands of years. <laughs> Every time that they would discuss the prospect of democracy, they would point out, okay, yep. but if you get to vote for your doctor, you're going to vote for the doctor that tells you to eat candy. So you, you end up yep. in this, you've caught the tiger by the tail, yep. and you can't let it go at this point. And that's exactly where Cal- California is, and it's where the country is on a, on a different level. We here at Free Talk Live do not recommend grabbing tigers by their tails. We do not. No, or any feline, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, once upon a time, me and my cousin were in a basement, and there was a super mean cat. And it like to scratch everybody and everything for I don't you know I'm a super meme cat mean M E A N yeah uh, like as in those are those are less uh, expensive angry and like not not wanting to cuddle or purr um, and so anyway uh, this cat like my uh, my cousin reached down to like you know pet it and this cat reached up and like clawed him in the face like three bloody scratch marks on his chin and that I'm uh, sure got infected. It, well, my cousin picked the cat up by the tail and just sort of like swung him around his head a couple of times and chucked him into what ended up being like the sofa a little further. It's, it's a big basement, right? So it's a large open space. So the cat fortunately like hit the sofa. I wasn't sure what was going to happen when I saw him pick up the cat and swing around his head like a lasso a couple of times. I'm like, oh, cat's probably going to die. But you no, know, the cat hit the couch and of course landed on its feet. Of course. <laughs> Because that's what cats do. They are the super predator of land. And then, They've gotten slightly smaller temporarily so that they can be fed instead of having to hunt. It was, however, very, very scared because it ran away and hid. Well, it also confirmed all of its biases, right? Like, it was like, <laughs> the world is a dangerous place, and I must scratch these terrible, tailless yeah. monkeys. And, <laughs> you know... My cousin did nothing. Everything it believed was then true. Yeah. My cousin did nothing to improve its attitude as it uh, got older as a cat. <laughs> did nothing to improve it at all and remain the same mean bastard. Yeah. 
That but was. yeah, I mean, uh, once you've reached the point that you've got the the tiger by its tail, you can't let that tail go. And that's exactly what this kind of stealing from one group to give to another group does. Right. You just end up in this cycle where you just have to make the Ponzi scheme, which is exactly what it always was, bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, in this case, because you have a federation of states that haven't gone down this path, you can keep the Ponzi going longer by having federal funds move into California <laughs> to keep it alive when it should be failing and starting over. Oh, get this. California has proposed a wealth tax, right? Of course they have. Why wouldn't they, right? Uh, with even uh, What's even more disturbing is that they wish to still collect the tax for years after a person moves out of the state. No. <laughs> I wonder where they got that idea from. Oh, the U.S. government, perhaps? The right. federals, right? Well, you know, they, they are doing exactly what communism dictates. The power to tax is the power to destroy. They want to destroy wealth. They want to destroy the wealthy. So they're doing so. Now, mind you, they're doing what real communism does, where the the very powerful can shield their wealth from the state and just rule everyone. <laughs> and? Well, oh, go ahead, Mark. I've looked at uh, California, and the surprising thing is, is that they're pretty steady and maybe even gaining a little bit as far as the super wealthy go. Um, so if you look at the top quintile of people that are, you know, uh, the, of the people leaving California, the, the state population, the top quintile is actually getting wealthier. And my guess is, this is just me guessing the reason for it, is because it's people who are spending dad or granddad's money mm. and don't care, that they care far more about their address and where they live and how they're perceived by their fellow man right. than they are then they care about money itself and keeping money and having money into later life. Um, and I see some ideas around that. I mean, I'm, I'm myself, I'm very, very conservative when it comes to spending money because, uh, you know, I, it's, it isn't easy to acquire, yeah. but it's way easier to spend people, money than it is to acquire it. Well, and an important difference is that since you earned your money, you don't feel guilty about having it. Whereas these leftists that inherited their money feel terrible about having this money because it makes them unequal to their fellow man. Oh, yeah, for sure. So they do deep down actively want to get rid of it. So they're doing exactly what actively gets rid of it. Yep. And like a feudal lord persecuting a serf for moving off of his land... California also wishes to impose the wealth tax, as ridiculous as it sounded, we've already described it here, they also want to impose it on part-time residents. What does that mean exactly? We'll get to that plus more coming up here on Free Talk Live. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are on the move. 603-283-6160. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that matter or anything else you'd like to bring up tonight. Don't go anywhere. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. 
I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. USA News Update. The CDC changing the guidelines. If you get COVID, you do not have to lock yourself away for five days, but you should stay at home and away from others until at least 24 hours after symptoms get better and you don't have a fever without medication. President Joe Biden said the U.S. is reaching out with help for the people of the Gaza Strip. He talked about what he called the tragic and alarming event in North Gaza, where more than 100 people died as they rushed food aid trucks and Israeli forces guarding those trucks opened fire. Michelle Traconis, who stood trial in connection with the disappearance of Jennifer Dulos, her live-in boyfriend's estranged wife, has been found guilty on all counts. Traconis's sentencing set for May 31st. Corey Myers, USA News. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 that's 800-430-1891 we still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
Yes, it is free talk live. And uh, we have some news, breaking news. Um, uh, so, uh, previously on Free Talk Live. Previously on. That's right. Um, Richie Rich and I and Peakless, we sort of invented this fictitious item called the crown of shame. And the idea was if somebody, you know, on the show did something worthy of the crown of shame, that they would uh, then wear the aforementioned crown of shame uh, for the duration of the show as sort of like scarlet letter penance, you know, that kind of a thing. And so uh, time goes on. Uh, We've used many sort of miscellaneous things to, uh, you know, stand in for the crown of shame. Uh, But recently, uh, Richie Rich, who uh, will co-host on uh, Sunday tomorrow. Recently on? Recently Is that previously on's brother? It's his cousin, actually. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Once removed. On his father's side. Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, He brought in a trio of these these Burger King crowns, these paper or cardboard or whatever you want to call them, crowns. It's the correct amount, just in case we all deserve to be shamed. And, like, I even tried to, like, you know, put one of them, like, away in a safe spot for, like, you know, in case the first two somehow go missing or get thrown into a fire or somebody gets mad enough at them that they're like, I'm just taking these home. You don't have to win a crowd of shame anymore, right? You know, that kind of a thing. I'm preparing for the future. ideas here. Right, yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, uh, but no, I did no such thing. There are still three of them uh, in a pile here in the studio. However, comma, the breaking news is that Peakless Mountaineer is wearing one of them. Not only is he sporting it, but he's sporting it upside down. Well, see, a crown is not a shameful item to wear. This, however, <laughs> is currently an anti-crown. I, I want to go to somebody who has experience wearing crowns. Mark Edge uh, has experience with the crown thing. I remember something about... Wait, didn't your green hair have something to do with the crown? What was that about? Do you remember? No, no. Wait. I can see you speaking, but I cannot hear you. So whatever you did. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's better. Thank you. Terribly sorry. What I did was declare myself intergalactic space king so that Ooh. no one would be able to, to claim sovereignty over me. And anyone could join my kingdom because it's all within this particular galaxy. And, um, you know, the governments love kings. I mean, look at the United States. They give uh, all kinds of money to the kings of Saudi Arabia. They and, uh, sure do. You know, what, if, if the United States, uh, a country that had a revolution against a king, is, exists simply because they were willing to kill people who worked for a king, is willing to just go and hand over buckets and buckets of money to somebody who says, I'm the king. And I run this place. I figured, why not? I'll, I, crowns are easy to buy. I, I shall buy one. And declaring yourself king is easy to do. I shall declare myself one. In the immortal words of the greatest actor on planet Earth, Bruce Campbell, hail to the king, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Bruce Campbell is, Get a life. I mean, get some culture. Like, like, figure out how to watch a movie every now and again, and and you know which ones are classics, if you will. Um, <laughs> Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, the Army of Darkness series that followed, the reboot of Evil Dead. Uh, even though uh, Bruce Campbell wasn't in it, I'm trying to remember the name of the 
Bruce Campbell was in sort of this. They did reboot Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell at one point. Well, yeah, they they did it as a series. And had Xena in it, too. Yeah, it's it's a really good series. I think uh, it might have been like an HBO or one of those like pay TV channels that was uh, behind the, the financing of that. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but also yeah. Bruce Campbell did this sort of weird like... Almost a Miami Vice kind of a thing. They weren't cops necessarily. Oh, burn notice. Burn notice. Yeah, that's the one. They yeah. were like PIs or something. They get hired to do weird investigative stuff. Yeah. I got to say, there's so there's compilations of the intro of every single uh, episode, and you will learn spycraft if you watch those. <laughs> Mark, did you have something to say there? No, I just think that uh, you know, the private investigator idea on television certainly gives uh, an unrealistic view of what life of a private investigator must be like. Oh, yeah. Reality TV gives reality a bad freaking name. Right. <laughs> it's just like, uh, and also, like, as a consumer of, we'll call it television and film culture, right? I don't know what else to call it. I still watch TV shows. I still watch films. I just am able to go and get them in a way that I avoid the advertisements in front, during, and behind them, right? That is to say, there perhaps is some sort of you know, weird file acclamation going on where one can obtain a copy of these things without all of the uh, accoutrement, if you will. So, yeah, I will say uh, one of the best things about that series is that it... Uh, doesn't portray the CIA in the most flattering of lights. So, the, like the the thing that you learn through that series is that spies are are just spies first and foremost. There's not this good spy and bad spy. It's just Team A versus Team B. Mr. Edge. Oh, um, I I would agree. All right. Um, so we can continue talking about all of this. We talk about uh, Bitcoin, of course. Cryptocurrency as a whole, NFT, the whole cryptocurrency oh, market. Oh, something going on there? Is. Maybe, maybe a little something. something it's on, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it has uh, passed its all-time high in most uh, currencies in the world. I, I just have to finish off the crown of shame thing because you're oh, wearing okay. it and wearing it so uh, professionally. Right. Mm. Upside down. And so it actually like looks Or way, if you will, upside crown. Upside crown. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very little. Um, <laughs> why are you wearing the crown of shame tonight? Uh, because I was late. Okay. All right. And, uh, I got to tell you, it was just more important to invest my money in Bitcoin than to get my car fixed. I, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> Mark, are you arguing with him on that? No, I can see what, when I look at the Bitcoin numbers, my expectation would be to see Bitcoin potentially double in the next year and i don't see that uh, now mind you when you got your doubling i would pull out because people always uh you know rib me for not for suggesting something's going to go up while it's going up but not talking about when it's going down because that's very important but if you wanted to double your money you would have difficulty finding investments to put it in in the next you know, for the next 12 months. And I would think personally uh, that Bitcoin would be a good place to do that. Yeah, 100% return on Bitcoin within this year is a conservative estimate. 
We'll talk a lot more about that. But first, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We have, I believe this is Law Dog calling from Michigan. Law Dog, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How you doing, guys? I'm good. We're good. Uh, you are live on the radio. What's on your mind? Oh, not a heck of a whole lot's going on here in Michigan. They just had the primary and everything. Uh, uh, they had the I'm sure Nikki Haley people took it. over there. Uh, they decided to uh, not even uh, have a protest. They had a protest uh, vote against uh, 46 there, so uh, they're not too happy with them over this uh, Palestinian type of deal. So uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't really look uh, good for him, which uh, doesn't bother me a bit. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, the one in Marshall, The uh, there, there was one up in... Um, Big Rapids, that's going through this spring, and they're starting uh, the uh, Chinese solar plant in uh, Marshall. It's about 30 miles away from me there. Uh, they're starting to fire that up. So uh, okay. we're going to have, uh, you know, communist China here probably sometime in, in the summer with their uh, <laughs> uh, solar battery plant uh uh, get online there. So uh, some of us would we'll argue it's already right here. In our, uh, backyard. Some of us would argue that it's already here, as far as at least the communist part of it. I mean, the United States of America in 2024 is far more communist, socialist, whatever term you want to put on it, collectivist, uh, than it was than even China was in, or even Russia was for that matter, in like 1980. Well, I would say that the the collectivist factions are actually worth paying attention to at this point. Usually, like, it has traditionally been that they would always agree more with each other than fight each other. There was still some struggle over who gets what, but they would basically always agree on oppressing us is more important. Right. Right now, we are so close to everything being overthrown that they are more focused on whether we will be a fascist or communist world than they are about us stopping them entirely. So that's that's finally worth paying attention to. So on the uh, on the uh, fascist side, you have basically uh, the J.P. Morgan uh, elite world, uh, which is you know the more traditional finance. And on the communist side, you have uh, World Economic Forum and uh, China. Well, I wouldn't say I'm not too worried about China particularly. Here's why. China has a gigantic demographics problem. You remember the one-child policy that they had at one point? Yes. So that one-child policy, uh, limited families, a lot of families, a whole bunch of families to only having one child legally. Certainly some managed to do otherwise. And by the way, because of Chinese culture, it limited families to one male child. So what's happening in China, a great deal, is that they've got these Old people, lots of them, are moving into retirement, boomers, as it were, and far fewer young, younger people are to take care of them. And that's going to put China in a really bad position. The Chinese Communist Party doesn't understand anything about market signals and continues to burn the Chinese uh, economy to the ground. And I don't think that China is going to be much of a problem. I don't think they could even wage a war on Taiwan let alone Taiwan and the United States right now. Well, I think China's I'd, I'd a say that tiger. what you just pointed out is why they are more likely than ever to to wage a war. 
I mean, if you look traditionally throughout human history, whenever you have a huge section of unmarried young men, it always results in war. Now, that could be because, like, there a lot of women got uh, killed off by something, or it could be, like, you have a harem situation where, where, like, a huge number of women marry a small number of men. Any way you slice it, if you end up with a huge number of young, unmarriable men, it results in massive violence. Yeah. Yeah, that's an issue, too. Could be. So, uh, and I don't think that they're going after anyone else except the U.S. if they do what usually happens when you have a huge chunk of unmarried men population. Is that the case in the U.S.? Is there a huge Hmm? chunk of unmarried men? No, 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 in China. In China, okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I, I don't think that there would be anywhere else that they would go to war against. Yeah. I'm on oddschecker.com just looking at the odds that Donald Trump uh, beats Joe Biden, and it looks like they've got Donald Trump beating Joe Biden by double. Mm. And, um, you know, then there's the unlikelihoods that Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom get in. By the way, they give Michelle Obama almost twice the odds of get it beating of uh, being in over Gavin Newsom. Wow. These are just the people who are going to win the presidential election. So Donald Trump is widely favored on this particular site, odds, oddschecker.com. But what I found very interesting is is that they won't give very good odds on either Democrat or Republican. They have the Democrats and Republicans as even <laughs> odds, but they have Donald Trump as the most likely winner. Uh, there you go. All right. Law Dog? Yes. It, you're up, man. I'm up. Speak. Tell us what we think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I think is um, I just went down to the flower pot here in Leone Township. www.theflowerpot.us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's med plus rec plus CBD. It's on Page Avenue there, and it's a premium spot. Okay. They right now got on sale cheetah piss, $35 an ounce. So you might want to check that out. Wow. So that's like. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, thanks for the call, Law Dog. We appreciate it. That's for, like, those people who are looking to uh, uh, get employment, but their employer is requiring them to take what is known as the whiz quiz. That's where you have to go to a... uh, Something that resembles a doctor's office, and they hand you a cup, and you must urinate in said cup. And then they send your urine off to some lab somewhere, or if they're uh, efficient, they have the lab right there. And just go ahead and process it for you that same day, and then email you whether or not you passed or failed the whiz quiz. That's right. (laughs) It's a pass or fail test, ladies and gentlemen. And um, it's so wrong. Uh, marijuana, if you, uh, you know, take one drag on a Saturday night when you're out, you know, carousing, hanging out with the boys or whatever it is you're doing, you, you take a drag, you feel a little relaxed, whatever, you have a good time. Uh, that remains in your system for somewhere around 30 days, if not as many as 90 days. And so if your employer or potential employer detects that you have either inhaled or been around enough marijuana to have it, uh, you know, uh, filter into your system, and you take this whiz quiz and they find it in your whiz, they will not hire you. It still exists. 
even though there's a whole bunch of states in the United States right now who have jumped on the bandwagon of marijuana legalization. Well, no, they didn't really legalize it. What they did is they cartelized it to mm-hmm. the states, making the states in charge of it. Only the states can run these things. Only they, they have to acquiesce to every one of the states' demands. Uh, these these stores look boring. Yep. They're they're, they're uh, not artistic at all. Uh, we were sold, uh, at least in Seattle and Colorado, uh, Washington State and Colorado State, we were sold on, oh, well, we're going to try and be like Amsterdam. Well, guess what? No one is like Amsterdam in the United States. <laughs> there is not one freaking coffee shop where you could go in and order like your double latte and sit down and smoke a doobie and then leave the coffee shop. Doesn't exist in the United States. Yeah, it's amazing that we have the Orwellian double think of being able to think that it is legal on one hand and yet licensed on the other when the definition of a license is that it gives you permission to do something illegal i was thinking just as you were talking you guys were talking about this topic if you take now i saw an interesting statistic recently now this is just something i saw on the internet i have not double checked it uh, so you can decide what you want to decide is that eight percent that's eight the number after seven percent of Americans have uh, been convicted of a felony. Now, well, you were talking about job applications. Now, my guess is that the vast majority of that 8% are males. So I'm going to nearly double that number to 15% okay. of U.S. males have been convicted of a felony. Now, let's add percentage, the, the percentage of uh, U.S. males who are non-felons who have smoked a doobie in the last 45 days. Uh, we'll just try to get, uh, get, get a reasonable number here between okay. 30 and 90. In the last 45 days, and I'd be willing to bet that that's probably an additional 10% on that number. Okay. So if your business disallows hiring both convicted felons and pot smokers, consider that your business is cutting out 25% of male applicants. They're telling them from the beginning, just saying from the beginning, I'm not interested. So they're not even applying and you're not turning them down because you don't even know they exist. Yeah. Well, and the reason that they can get away with this is because we don't have a sound financial system. They are not concerned with getting good products and services at a reasonable price out there. They are concerned with getting additional investment in their corporation. And if it comes out that they've hired a bunch of pot smokers, then there's a bunch of people who won't invest in them. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm tired of the uh, the stigma carried by somebody who chooses to partake in some marijuana in their off time. Like, this whole thing about, like... Uh, businesses like like it used to be i remember i used to have to look over my shoulders a couple of times before sparking up that doobie you know <laughs> like well, well okay looks clear the coast is clear go ahead spark it up right like that doesn't seem to exist at least in the states that i've been in recently uh, however it's still there like even though i'm here in new hampshire and they have Made it the lowest prosecutable priority, right? That's not to say they decriminal. They, they call it decriminalization. That's not what yep. they did. They did not, in fact, decriminalize. If they decriminalized, right. it would just say using marijuana is not a crime. Period. 
Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Like, well, and- or just wipe away any marijuana laws on the books. Just, they're gone. They just don't exist. Well, and the stigma, as far as I've seen it, has been primarily coming from the uh, boomer generation. Oh, yeah. So you will see it. Have you seen their propaganda? Yeah, you will see it destigmatized. Just wait about 20 years. Yeah. Because right now. hmm? The boomers are the ones that popularized marijuana smoking. And then the ones who decided that they didn't uh, like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 want to have their cake and eat it too. Made a bunch of lies like, up about it. They too. popularized well, it yeah. as an anti-establishment act, right? Yeah. So they want to hold on to it being an anti-establishment act, even though it's something that, if anything, is good for your health. Well, I think that um, by and large, they probably came to the conclusion that mind-altering substances and you know carcinogenic substances are not good for you. Except you that that is not what applies to alcohol. <laughs> It'll make the women want to have sex with the jazz musicians. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that I can see downsides to marijuana, and I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying that it ought to be as legal as tomatoes, yeah. as should alcohol, right. and you should make good decisions. Now, would I tell my sixteen, soon-to-be 16-year-old son, well, you're 16, let's go out and smoke some marijuana? No, I would not. I would tell him that, you know, hey, look, there's, you know, this this thing has its positives and ha- has its negatives. All I'm saying is, is that to make marijuana more illegal than alcohol is clearly crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 And the, the stigma is a different level of it, too. So, I mean, there's the legality. Sure. But there's also the stigma. So, like we were just talking, the employers will make sure that they don't hire anyone who has, you know, habitually smoked marijuana. They have no questions on there about how often you drink. Now, no. if anything, drinking oh. is a far more dangerous activity. It is far more likely to ruin someone's life. It's far more likely to cause damage. It's far more likely to cause violence. But there's no stigma attached to it because the people in power approve of it. Mm. Well, yep. so my theory, of course, on the people in power approving of it is just it's just a tax grab. That's all it is. They they have set their sights you know, so high on taxing oh, it's the population. More, it's more than just that, a tax grab or else they do it with pot. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why they do it with pot, right, is the tax grab, mm. right? That's that's the point I'm trying to get at is like all these states that have, quote, legalized, unquote, marijuana uh, have cartelized it mm-hmm. so that the state controls it all. And the reason they did that is because they're taking 20 to 30 percent at every level. They're taking 20 to 30 percent at the growing level. They're taking 20 to 30 percent at the distribution level. They're taking another 20 to 30 percent at the retail level. That's a lot of money, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot of frickin' money going to your state just so that you can be like, Hey, look, I can go to a store and buy a joint or an edible, which, I mean, okay, like, that's pretty great. Like, that to me seems like progress because I'm 51 years old. And again, I remember having to look over my shoulder twice. To make sure there wasn't any popo behind me every time I was going to partake. Well, and the people are going to continue putting up with this because it's an ultimately puritanical tax. Deep down, most people are not fully okay with enjoying life. So they are okay with you taxing it to get rid of it. Because the power to tax is, in fact, the power to destroy. It is. 
Well, they're not going to be successful in destroying mind-altering substances. Uh, with it, you know, the, the 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 conservatives of every generation have attempted this. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the phone number. If you would like to opine. Or bring up whatever's on your mind. You don't have to talk about what we're talking about. Feel free to call it about anything. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. More coming up about Bitcoin. And what's up with Chad from Tacos? Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. 